0: Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip and commentary.
1: You can't beat the sound of a contented cat. One size fits all seems like a good idea
0: for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more.
1: Learn more at uh1.com.
0: She finds Epstein in New York in the early 1990s. He provides the dough, and she provides the show. She was the cog that kept his uh, machine rolling. I would like to think that somebody would say, hey, why are you shifting these 15-year-old girls all over the world? What's the deal with them? It just stinks.
1: (laughs) I'm Nicola Tallent, and you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs, and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. The trial of Ghislaine Maxwell in New York is finally underway after years of allegations about her relationship with paedophile Jeffrey Epstein and claims that she helped him procure young girls for sex. It's been a sensational fall from grace for the daughter of disgraced newspaper guru Robert Maxwell, who led a life of privilege that few could imagine. In the dock at a US district court in Manhattan, Maxwell is pleading innocent to charges relating to the sexual abuse of four young girls. And today, I'm talking to journalist Brad Hunter, the national crime columnist for the Toronto Sun, who's been writing about the story of Epstein and Maxwell for years and who's now covering the court case. He tells me about the evidence heard so far, about the appearance of a prison-weary Maxwell, and about his own views on why she is a figure who's garnered little sympathy from the public. This is Crime World Extra, a podcast from SundayWorld.com. If ever there was a trial of the century, this is it, Brad. I mean, it must be getting huge publicity. Across in the U.S.
0: Oh, it's massive. Every uh, you know, sometimes New York City is seen, uh, you know, even though it's the most apparent, uh, important American city. It's sometimes when you're in the Midwest seen as being in a vacuum. But uh, in this instance, uh, st- papers are running stories on it every day, as are TV stations and whatnot. So it's getting saturated coverage.
1: Mm. So now it's just a week uh, underway at this stage. How long do they have any idea how long it's going to be going
0: for? They're saying it's going to be a, going to be a six week trial. Uh, I mean, as an observer on it, it looked like it was all done and dusted this week.
1: Mm. I mean, this week, look, the, the charges against her are that she... Um, you know, she helped procure these underage victims for Epstein between 94 and 2004. Four of the victims have been, uh, are are involved in the charges. She's obviously claiming she would nothing to do with it. There's been a huge amount of information already out, hasn't there, Brad? I mean, there's been documentaries. There has been everything we can possibly imagine. We think we know it all. But as the trial opened last week, there was interesting new information that certainly I hadn't heard.
0: Well, yeah, it's it's like Tiger King, right? Just when you uh, you know you couldn't be more appalled. You're more appalled. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There was a lot more information that came out. I mean, a lot of it, you know, particularly lurid. Um, that that you know, the extent, you know, you kept getting a, a picture over the last while, last couple of years. Of of things, and you're getting that shaded in now, and it's as disturbing. I mean, going into going into this, you know, just flat out, you'd be rolling your eyes and whatnot. But it's it's you know, pointing a finger extremely uh, Mm. with with clarity at Gailen Maxwell.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you, how do you pronounce her name? Because there seems to be about 10 different versions of it. Ghislaine, Ghislaine, Ghislaine. I go Um,
0: go Ghislaine. I I don't know. And uh, I think probably I've I've come down on where most people are which could, of course could still be completely wrong but uh, but that, that's what I've been uh, calling her
1: so just to recap a bit she of course was the daughter of Robert Maxwell the famous newspaper tycoon who um died in mysterious enough circumstances off his yacht uh, she was his pet as such she was a child that had been sick when she was young, and both he and her mother, sort of, you know, would have spoiled her. I suppose you could say she was devastated when her father died, and she goes to the states where she, I think, starts up this relationship. You take up the story from there. Yeah. She meets Jeffrey Epstein. She
0: goes to the to the states pretty much, and you know, in the circles that she uh, rolled in in London. Uh, you know, very jet-setty sort of thing. But then Dad suddenly turns out to be a billion-dollar crook. Uh, and she fled to New York in, you know, some level of disgrace. And I, I think she was somebody that was always uh, looking for, I-, I mean, for lack of a better term, a, a sugar dad you know, and, mm. and in that way, or a replacement father figure, and she finds Epstein in New York in the early 1990s, and he's extremely rich, but rough-hewn around the edges. Now, she is very polished, and she he provides the dough. And she provides the show when uh, when when mm. going to these society galas and and all that sort of thing so so you know they they both got something from one another now I, I you know it's often been written that she had actually hoped to marry Epstein but uh, his uh, interests uh, lay elsewhere
1: mm. and epstein had he become very wealthy in a completely toward fashion or was there ever any sort of rumors about how he had gained his wealth there,
0: there's been a staggering number of uh of rumors about epstein and insider trading and all manner of malfeasance uh to, you know, attain his fortune. And I mean, that's another thing, you know, you, you set aside the the uh, the uh, sex trafficking. You know, where did this guy get his money? Now, there's one guy who used to own the New York Post for about eight minutes named Steve Hoffenberg, who was involved in dealings with Epstein. He went to prison. Epstein didn't. So, you know, that's, you know, that's just another, uh, another mm. you know, layer of of this guy who's, you know, you know quite, you know, quite mysterious, except he, he was bizarrely very open about his predilections.
1: And like at the time she met him in New York, he's very wealthy, he's not so well connected, but she is. You know, when we didn't know about his, you know, his, his sexual interest in younger girls and all that was going on. Was he seen as a good catch for her? And would he have been seen as a guy that there was a lot of women out to try and land?
0: I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, and this is, I'm just taking a guess at this. And just from what I've read and whatnot, I, I think a lot of women, you know, besides what we know about Jeffrey Epstein, would find him perhaps off-putting. Um, there was, uh, I mean, there was, he had been a high school math teacher at a private school in New York, uh, before he embarked on, uh, his career on wall street. And there were former students that had him that, you know, just, (laughs) you know, so, but, you know, being different times like before me too and whatnot. So, you know, everybody had a creepy teacher.
1: Yeah, so he was a kind of a creepy character, like you know that a lot of women mightn't have. They just would have felt there was something a bit amiss with him. Sometimes you can you can get a good instinct, and it's good to go with it. Yeah,
0: and your instincts in the matter of Jeffrey Epstein would be bang on, you know. and yeah. and but you know, I think I think they had. uh a relationship and i think the relationship continued in some manner or another uh even you know after after uh, they had quote unquote gone their separate ways because she stayed with him in one form or another for mm. i think at least you know another you know Dozen years, if not more, mm-hmm. and and you know she was everything. You know, I've heard this past week, and in in previously, is it was, it was that she was the cog that kept his uh, machine rolling. And uh, mm. so, yeah, I mean, she's. I mean, the first week, it's not looking great for her, is it?
1: But they were fabulously wealthy, and they were a society couple for all those years. And I mean, around that time, you would have been. Based in New York a lot of that time, wouldn't you? Working for the post and, you know, you must have been coming across them and very aware of them as this, you know, or were rumors always there in the background with them?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they, I mean, there, there, there was like tiny whispers, but they were kind of like on the sort of, um, I I mean I didn't follow society that closely, but they were those sort of things. While well, he is a hedge fund guy, well, you know I mean the paper is full of you know hedge fund uh, guys, good, bad, and indifferent. And so I mean I knew of them, but I mm. didn't you know. And I I knew that he was stinking wealthy, and I couldn't you know there was but there was. Always a bit of a cloud about that sort of thing. Um, Mm. And, and, you know, I think, you know, it was known that he was quite litigious and willing to use his uh, clout on uh, people who were sniffing too closely.
1: And these people tend to stick with their own, don't they? And, I mean, he had friends in Donald Trump and obviously other very high-profile and very wealthy people. You don't really get a sense of what they are. They're not the sort of people, uh Epstein or, or Maxwell weren't gonna come down and meet you guys in the New York Post no, when you're going for a drink no, after no, work. No,
0: no. No, they were hiring you know, I mean you know, Bill Gates, uh uh the Clintons, uh you know, the Trumps, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, another big hedge fund guy, Leon Black. Uh, there was the guy that was the chairman of Victoria's Secret. If that's not handy, I don't know what is for Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, a very, very, very high level, like, you know, beyond even, you know, well, you know, well off, like, well off into the stra- yes. into the stratosphere. And of course, they lived a jet-setting lifestyle. They were, you know, I think he was gone like three days a week, either in, uh, um, uh, you know, New Mexico or Florida or the Caribbean or visiting his pal in Paris or, or London. And it was constantly on the go. Now, obviously, somebody has to take care of that. But uh, to uh, say that you didn't, it didn't click in when there were 15-year-old girls on the airplane, you know, mm. or, you know, running around half naked as it came out this past week at, uh, by the pool, you know, that, you know, strains credulity, <laughs> you know, it's, uh...
1: Yeah, so tell me about that, this opening week of the trial, um... Larry Vizotchi, Yes, was pilot. Uh, was the pilot from the from the Lolita Express? Who called it that? Was it was that in 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 recent years it was called that, or did they joke about that?
0: I think I think uh, I think it was one of Epstein's friends or Epstein himself that named it the Lolita Express. And you know, you've got you've got young girls being you know transferred all around the country if that for sex, and if that's not. Sex trafficking, I don't know what is. And, you know, if you're aware of it, you know, I mean, I would like to think that somebody would say, hey, why are you uh, shifting these 15-year-old girls or 16-year-old girls all over the world? What's the deal with them? Are they are they uh, friends of yours? Uh, like, are you, you know, kids or what? what's the deal, right? And, you know, it just, it just stinks. <laughs> and what did this
1: pilot got to say?
0: well he said you know he he rattled off the yes he remember he remembered a number of the women uh who were underage at the time flying on the plane he said there was no uh airborne uh orgies as has previously been reported uh and he you know i think he the way I got it from him was is that he kind of you know was, you know, a bit suspicious, but he didn't also said, claimed, he didn't see anything untoward. And this guy had been Epstein's pilot for something like 30 years or some, you know, absurd amount of time like that. Uh, But, you know, but what, what he establishes is that these underage women were on these planes and they were going here or there or London or Paris or the Caribbean for, you know, reasons that we don't really need to go into.
1: Epstein clearly is dead, so he doesn't have anything to worry about with these evidence that's given, but obviously Ghislaine Maxwell has. Now, is he tying her directly to the sort of procurement of these girls that are, he knows of? Well, yeah,
0: she was essentially, Maxwell was essentially, I, I, I don't, not personal assistant, but she was... Uh, his uh, quarterback and, you know, made sure his life ran smoothly. Where are you going? What girls are going here? What girls are going there? Uh, That's that's the way it appears to be. Uh, and, And so the idea that she wouldn't have knowledge of what was going on is, you know, rather incredible.
1: Has he claimed she was on the plane with these young girls at any point, or is that part of his evidence? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: no, he's you know the Maxwell was on there and and going mm. where things were happening, when they happened, and whatnot. It's it's you know it's not looking. So she's a, she's always
1: away. there, essentially. Um, I suppose the other really important piece of evidence that came out last week, and it might tie into why the pilot was a bit suspicious but kind of said nothing, um, was this. Handbook they had that the Ms. All Maxwell's, of these rules. Ms.
0: Maxwell's handbook 48 pages slugged household rules, and you weren't to look at Jeffrey Epstein in the eye, you were always to refer to uh, Maxwell and Epstein as Mr. Maxwell or Mr. Epstein and Ms. Maxwell, uh, and you were to Thank them very much when they said something nice to you. And it was just, you know, just a sham. It was just, you know. Yeah, it was absurd. rule after
1: rule. Um, I thought it was even more absurd was that um, Ms. Maxwell eats just one Weetabix for breakfast. <laughs> I mean, who eats <laughs> one Weetabix? <Huitabics? laughs> um, their groceries and everything were included in it, and they very organized. I mean, I suppose if you're that wealthy, you... Can give any instructions about anything you could get to choose. Well, exactly and he, he would need he fridge. would need her.
0: He would need somebody like that to keep the secrets as mm-hmm. well, right? Because, you know, you're, you're not gonna bring in Tom to manage the household because, you know, uh, you know, Tom's going to say, hey, something's not right here unless, you know, you're conditioned. There was, you know, a multitude of secrets uh included in this. I I'm not sure what her predilections are their accusations that she was taking part in uh, a good deal of the sexual abuse and was, you know, leading, uh, leading you know, these women into, you know, no, young girls, you know, normalizing what was going on. Mm-hmm. And, and certainly for most 60 year olds, that's <laughs> not it's not normal at all.
1: In the trial, at the beginning of the trial, are you given an idea of what more will be coming over the next five weeks? Um, you know, do they have a bit of a? Do they summarise what you will be hearing? They do that here in Ireland. I
0: think. I think. Uh, yeah. The, basically, they're going to be hearing from at least uh, three more victims right now. That uh, they're the ones that uh, they've they've brought forward now. Virginia Roberts isn't. Who's been you know, one of the most vocal uh, uh, alleged Epstein victims, and who has. You know, you know, indeed accused uh, Prince Andrew of sexually assaulting her on three occasions when she was un- under age, including at Galen Maxwell's home in uh, London and at her encouragement. So we're not going to hear from here, but we're going to hear from three, at least three more victims. Uh, the, uh, and I'm sure there'll be a, a multitude of other people. Now, what the defense is going to do and, uh, there is going to be they're really left with you know only two routes. One, blame Epstein, right? Just lay it on him. Maybe try to paint her in a sympathetic light. It's not working so much right now. Um... And uh, the other thing is destroy uh, these young women's uh, credibility as, as as well that that is a big target uh, for them uh, but I, I I mean it's all it's all uphill and and you know as as of yet, she is not um, you know the, the prosecution have not offered her a deal nor have the defense. Uh, uh Asked for one, so I'm not sure exactly where it's going. And the 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 saddled Maxwell siblings are trotted out every day as you know her lone supporters. <laughs> I'm sure there's I'm sure there's others. It just doesn't seem like uh, she's you know has a whole lot of uh, public sympathy.
1: And she's been in custody, Brad, for some time. So she's how is she looking herself? Is there Reports on her. Well,
0: she looks. She the- looks much uh, thinner. She doesn't, you know, look that bad. the, you know, they've, I guess, let her get a hair job and uh, a couple other things like that. Uh, but I mean, as you, as you know, uh, Nicola, that you know the it's just been non-stop moaning since she's been incarcerated in the way that I've really never seen before. Because you know, you might say, yeah, the food's lousy. Yeah, I can't sleep at night. But you know, you're in jail, and 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 you know, I I mean, I you know, I do think that uh, at Speaks to her character just because of the, you know, like, why should she be uh, held? Well, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, she's a flight. Such a fall from what she was used to, even growing up as a child. I mean, my goodness, such a fall to be to find yourself incarcerated in a, a, a New York prison. But, um, so what do you think is going to be the next big? Hard to tell in a courtroom, but is there any indications of what this week's big news is going to be centered on or will it be the victims' uh, testimonies?
0: I think the uh, victims are going to uh, take uh, a starring, uh, or alleged victims rather, but uh, take a a starring role over the the next couple weeks. And I think, you know... that the the prosecution will just be stacking and stacking and stacking and stacking and whatnot. And, uh, I mean, no no matter, almost no matter how you look at it, you know, there's not going to be a lot of sympathy for Galene Maxwell. However, does that not because she makes for a very unsympathetic character, Does that have any role to play? Well, it does because, you know, there is a jury there and, you know, they want her to come off at least somewhat sympathetic and I don't see it. And nor, apparently, I mean, you know, speaking with a number of defense lawyers and whatnot, that there is not a hope in hell that they would put her on the stand to testify because, you know, she's, you know, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, a bad news for the defense, but, uh, she's just not going to be, uh, you know, uh, very sympathetic. And as you know, the late great New York post, uh, columnist Pete Hamill, I don't know whether he quoted somebody else, but I keep this in mind. And that is the joy of every man to see the mighty made common. And I I think, you know, what's happened, beyond New York and Epstein and whatnot over the last few years, particularly with the the pandemic and housing crisis. And, you know, the average person feels they're being screwed. Now, I'm not – I don't have a stash of Molotov cocktails in the back room, but, you know, that that, that is a mood that, you know, pervades uh, here. And, you know, when somebody that wealthy finally gets the boots put to them, you know – The rest of us can say, at least for a moment, ah, the system does work.
1: (laughs) Well, that's not on her side, is it? No. But listen, Brad, thank you so much. And maybe we can come back to you over the next couple of weeks as more evidence comes out on this. Absolutely. I would love to. Brilliant. Thank you, Brad. See you guys. Bye-bye.